0: The census is all about power. We're sitting just below 60 percent of Arizona households that have completed the census in 2020. We know the data shows that family and friends encouraging other family and friends to complete the census is the most successful way that we can get out the count here in Arizona.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Vitalist Spark Podcast. I'm your host, John Ford. Today, we're switching things up because there's one important step Arizonans need to focus on, so we don't have a room full of guests and deep discussion. Instead, we're focused on an action that sounds like not such a big deal in the face of a global pandemic and the long overdue attention to race and gender inequity. But here's the thing. The 2020 U.S. Census matters precisely because of COVID-19 and the inequities that too many people in Arizona unjustly face. Yes, the census. We'll tell you more about why in just a minute. But first, know this. We have only until September 30th, 2020 to get everyone who lives in Arizona counted. And right now, as of August, Arizona residents are being undercounted more than they were in 2010. That has to change. Another one or two congressional seats hang in the balance for our state, as does much-needed federal funding to address so many issues related to health and well-being. That's why we asked David Martinez from Vitalist to join us today. We're not going to talk at you for long. We're going to talk with you and then ask you to take action. Time is running now to get this right, which is why we need everyone to step up and act. So let's get to it. It's time to talk about why Census 2020 is so important to Arizona, why we're still not getting counted, and why we have to act now in order to get what Arizona needs for health and well-being statewide. <music> Census counts now need to be done by September 30th as opposed to October 31st.
0: That is correct. It is quite the Halloween trick that they've played on us.
1: In fact, Arizona is at this moment behind in its count relative to 2010, which in itself was not a very good count.
0: That is correct. Arizona, as of today, August 10th, we're sitting just below 60% of Arizona households that have completed the census in 2020, which is about 2% lower than what our self-response rate was in 2010. And there are, of course, several reasons for that. One, COVID-19 has definitely upended a lot of households in Arizona, indeed throughout the globe, which has made it really challenging because if households weren't thinking about the census before, they certainly weren't when they had concerns around their own jobs and their own health, justifiably wasn't on the radar of a lot of folks. But thankfully, the administration extended the deadline for the census for Americans to complete it. And that date was set for October 31st. And even organizations that were hesitant to give any flexibility to that change understood the unique circumstances that we're in and that we're facing in 2020 because of COVID-19. But the administration and the Census Bureau have decided that The extended deadline of October 31st is no longer needed, and they've bumped up the deadline to September 30th. So now every resident in America has until September 30th to complete the census, whether it be online at 2020census.gov or by receiving a census staffer at their door, as is typically done through door-to-door operations.
1: So how do we think about Arizona's undercount at this point and what can we do to change that
0: we are concerned about arizona's undercount because we know that the census is all about power the census count reallocates who represents us in congress and we had here in arizona the opportunity to gain at least one if not two congressional seats because we've seen tremendous growth this past decade here in arizona the other thing that census allocates via power is funds, federal programs that Americans depend on every day and especially now in COVID-19, that funding is allocated through census counts. So, depending on how many Arizonans respond to the census determines what dollar amount gets distributed to our state in terms of federal programs like Medicaid or here in Arizona called ACCESS, the child health insurance program, kids care, food stamps, the SNAP effort. So critical programs that a lot of Arizonans depend on anyway are now at risk of being underfunded because of a lack of response in census and because the administration has moved up the deadline for us to complete an accurate and fair
1: count. Okay, so let's dig into the numbers just a little bit. In the fact that Arizona is undercounted at this point, there are some specific areas that are actually doing better, some areas that are doing not as well. Can you talk a little bit about that and how maybe people can be thinking about what we can do to have an equitable, fair, and just count?
0: Our friends down in Pima County are just rocking it with their census completion rates, They're at just under 64%, which seems low, but it's generally on par with where they were in 2010. They were at about 66%. So there's still a little bit of some improvement to be had there, but Pima County is winning the race among counties for census response. Maricopa County is not too far behind, which is nice, but what we're finding is certain census tracts, especially in South Phoenix and in West Phoenix, which are predominantly communities of color, are still undercounting. There are some census tracts here in Maricopa County that have response rates as low as 8.3%. Just 8% of households in those census tracts are reporting, which is very concerning. But Vitalist, in addition to other local funders, have been supporting community-based organizations like One Arizona, the roundtable of grassroots organizations that have been building relationships with community members for quite some time to help get out the count and to specifically focus on hard-to-count communities, people that have challenges with accessing the census online or that predominantly rely on those door-to-door canvassers from the census to make sure that they have what they need, even if the deadline is bumped up to September
1: 30th. Talk to us about the Navajo Nation and why that area is so heavily undercounted right now.
0: The Census Bureau works with communities across the country and have specific relationships with all the tribal nations and working in those particular regions to ensure that census operations really reflect the values and the voices of that sovereign tribe. So the Census Bureau has been working specifically with the Navajo Nation in general. They do it every census, but especially this year to make sure that because of the disproportionate amount of cases that the Navajo Nation has endured from COVID-19, that field operations with the census really matched with what was happening on the ground with regards to COVID-19. So, when the census was delayed at the beginning of the pandemic, it was a no-brainer to shut down those operations on the Navajo Nation and the Census Bureau did so in coordination with the tribal government. But as the cases began to improve a bit and the census began to reignite their field operations across the country, they approached the tribal government to check on the status and how feasible it would be to implement the census-filled operations once again, and it was decided that it could indeed resume just as planned. And the problem, though, is the Navajo Nation was the last filled operation to get started in the country, so we were already lagging behind. That's in addition to how difficult it is to get out the count of tribal lands anyways. We know that the field operations, when census staff go door-to-door and count folks on the ground, that's typically how it's done on tribal lands because a lot of folks don't have access to internet to complete the census online, or there are other barriers to participating anyway. So, populations on tribal lands depend on the door-to-door operations. And when census staff aren't able to do that as normal, there, of course, is going to be an undercount even more than what we saw before. So we're really nervous about the severe undercount in tribal communities throughout Arizona because we know that their voices and their values aren't being heard normally. And it's even worse now that we're facing COVID-19 impact. So we know right now the Apache County, which includes the Navajo Nation, has the worst response rate of any county in the state.
1: But understandably, if you were to drive through Navajo Nation right now, as you go by the areas where folks have homes, you will see a sign on the access road that says, no visitors allowed. How do we overcome the challenges in Navajo Nation?
0: Census has been working really closely with, especially the Navajo Nation tribal government, to hire people from their community to serve as census staff who go door to door so that when a resident of the Navajo Nation answers the door and sees a census worker, it's somebody from their community, somebody that's trusted, somebody that looks like them and feel a bit more comfortable with completing the census. That's done normally by census staff. They make a really big effort to hire from the communities that they do field operations, but it's especially important in tribal communities because of the sovereignty that they have and the trust that is really needed to complete something like the census. The tribal government is working with the census to ensure that there is a fair and accurate count. But again, we're really concerned that the number is well below 20 percent. And well below the 40 percent, that was the response rate in 2010.
1: So you pointed this out before. Arizona is supposed to be a rapidly growing state, and that's supposed to get us— eventually, at least one, maybe even two additional seats in Congress. We're also talking about billions and billions of dollars in federal funds that go to things like access our Medicaid program, that go to food, that go to housing, that go to, in particular, children's health care, and other cash assistance for families who need it. What is Vitalist doing, and what can listeners do to help make sure that we get what we deserve in terms of our population?
0: we're seeing now with COVID-19 just how important the census is with ensuring that Arizonans who are facing the challenging times that we are in during COVID-19 have access to these federal programs that are allocated through the census count. A lot of folks don't realize just how important the census is. To ensuring that Arizona gets its fair share of federal resources. So that's why Vitalist has been working on the census and identified it early on as a strategy that we are supporting through our civic health goal um, and, and really working with local partners and national partners to get out the count. So we've invested this past year nearly $100,000 in census efforts, including to the National Association of Latino Elected Officials, or NLEO, and One Arizona which is a round table of about two dozen grassroots organizations that work throughout Arizona and again have built relationships with community folks so that when those canvassers when those community representatives are spreading the message of the census to encourage your family, friends, and neighbors to complete the census, they're a bit more trusted. We've also worked with the City of Phoenix to offer mini-grants to local community organizations doing field work, and we've also allocated our own mini-grants to organizations that especially serve the undocumented and refugee communities in census tracts that we know had a self-response rate that was really, really low. Organizations like International Rescue Committee and Catholic Charities, which again, have great relationships with the refugee community throughout the Phoenix metro region, to ensure that those populations were receiving accurate information about the census to go ahead and complete it. So we continue to track all of those and have have built a strong connection of funders here in Arizona to help meet the need as we get ready to approach the fast approaching deadline on September 30th for folks to complete the census.
1: So taking a look at the future, let's all project ourselves into 2025 for a minute. And we are facing yet another set of challenges, not unlike we are in 2020 and yet we were somehow undercounted in 2020. How does that impact play out in people's everyday lives, particularly in areas that are undercounted? What can we do right now to make sure that that future doesn't happen?
0: The issue with COVID-19 raised so many challenges in our communities, but a lot of folks don't think about the long-term impact that not staying home when we can, not washing our hands and practicing social distancing has and will have on Arizona for the next 10 years. And unfortunately, people have been making policies or not that will have a 10-year impact on Arizona through the census. So because we had seen such a huge uptick in Arizona, field operations for the census weren't able to go live as they normally would have. And that's going to impact all Arizonans for the next 10 years. That impact is going to be seen in our perhaps not getting that second seat in Congress like we may have gotten before. Hopefully our numbers increase so that we definitely see at least one additional congressional seat so that the voices of Arizona are better heard and represented for us in Washington, D.C. And then these federal programs, whose resources are allocated based on the census report is so important to Arizona. We at Vitalist know that a quarter of Arizonans in a normal time, not even thinking about COVID-19, rely on Medicaid, our access program here in Arizona. So about a quarter of Arizonans depend on that in a normal time, not even considering All of the Arizonans that have lost their jobs because of COVID-19, with the loss of jobs, have also lost their health care that was tied to their job, so are now turning to our access and Medicaid program here in Arizona. We know, too, that hunger existed, food insecurity existed in Arizona for too many Arizonans before COVID-19, and even more now are on SNAP, the food stamp program. The concern, the issue we have with us having such a a lower count for the census is going to impact us when we need the resources most during COVID-19, but as you mentioned, we're going to see the ripple effect of an undercount of Arizonans into 2025, all the way through this decade until we're able to get an even better count in 2030. However, Arizonans still have an opportunity to let their voice be heard and be counted. It's now more important than ever to go to 2020census.gov and complete the census if you have not completed it for your household. If you complete it online as well, it totally avoids any interaction with census staff who will knock on your door if you haven't completed it yet, and it will allow them to focus on other communities that are even more hard to count. So if you have the chance, go to 2020census.gov, complete the census and the safety and comfort of your own home, and just be done with it so that we can really focus on those communities that are especially hard to count.
1: And if you already did, your obligations are still not over. We want those folks who did it to tell their family and friends to do it. If you can, you share that information on their social media pages. We've got to continue to spread the word that this census deadline is coming up. It is fast approaching, and we need to encourage everybody to participate in that.
0: Spread the word on the census. Do not spread the virus of COVID-19. And thankfully, with the partnership that we have with the state Census Committee, they have social media tools that can be found at azcensus2020.gov that you can download with infographics, videos, which reflect Arizona, which is a really nice thing. Find the video, find the infographic that best matches the story that you want to tell. Share it to your social media pages because we know the data shows that family and friends encouraging other family and friends to complete the census is the most successful way that we can get out the count here in Arizona. So if you haven't completed the census, go to 2020census.gov, complete it. If you have already, go ahead and ask your family and friends if they completed it and share that link with them as well.
1: David, I have the feeling that if it were up to you, you'd go door-to-door yourself. Since you can't, what last piece of advice, what last word would you leave with people on Census 2020
0: More often now than not, we're connecting with our family and friends, whether it be via Zoom or text or checking in on each other, maybe sending a piece of snail mail even. In that message, do a quick check-in. How are you doing? I hope you're safe and well. Have you completed the census? (laughs) And it seems really cheeky, but even just checking in on your family that live throughout the country and certainly here in Arizona, just throw in that extra question if they've completed the census Give them the 2020census.gov website because it's important that, especially now, we really take care of each other as community, certainly our family and friends, and make sure that we're safe and healthy and that we're counted in the 2020 census.
1: Thank you, David, for a much-needed and timely update on Census 2020. Remember this, folks. We've got to get everyone counted by September 30th, just a handful of weeks from now. In other words, there is no time to waste. Please check in with friends, family, and acquaintances. Every person living in Arizona needs to be counted, because that's the only way that Arizona can routinely get its fair share of resources to help ensure well-being and health. And when it comes to race and gender inequities in particular, this is all about voice and power. Let's not settle for one more congressional seat. Let's get two and start to shift representation overall. Health, well-being, representative voice, power. These are the reasons why the 2020 census matters. Spread the word, make the ask, help get people counted. Our COVID-19 roundtable returns next week. By the numbers, things continue to look better. And those numbers are better because more of our fellow Arizonans are taking care with their actions. Don't forget, wash up, mask up, physically distance whenever you can, and keep a heads up for each other out there. It's a marathon, not a sprint. By being in this together, we'll get out of this together. In the meantime, don't hesitate to delve into our back catalog of episodes, like our LGBTQ Communities Conversation, an important conversation if you haven't already heard it. Likewise, we've got a great two-part series on heat and climate change as Arizona unfortunately continues to break temperature records in 2020. Plus, our episodes on food, affordable housing, first responders, and the art and practice of storytelling. In other words, the Vitalist Spark has got you covered with great guests, insightful content, and usually one or two bad jokes. There's so much more to explore related to community health and well-being among our more than three dozen episodes so far, including guests from across the state and national experts too. Visit us on the web at vitalisthealth.org podcast. Check out all of our current and past episodes on Spotify, or simply reach into that podcast app you're using right now and select another show to find out what's going on related to health and well-being in Arizona. That's it for this episode. The takeaways from this dialogue belong at the family dinner table as much as they do in your place of business, in city and town halls, and in the domains of healthcare and public health. So please share this episode far and wide. Subscribe to the Vitalist Spark podcast to get notified as soon as new episodes are released or listen to the Vitalist Spark just like you listen to your favorite music on Spotify. In the world of podcasts, you can give us your feedback on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overdrive, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also give us your feedback the old-fashioned way. Your corrections, complaints, and compliments, they're all welcomed by emailing us at feedback at vitalisthealth.org. Finally, remember this. With great responsibility comes great power. We'll see you back on the road to well-being soon.